I feel like a bad white snake fan. Why? Because in this deep purple touched series, which is continuing, yeah, it's like a bad cold that you can't shake off. I sort of always, well, I, I suppose I always allowed myself to think, well, you know, North Winds is really the first White Snake album, and um, I, I always forgot there is an album called White Snake. David Coverdale released. Yeah. And I've heard it, but only briefly, you know. This is how... Hang on a minute, just a minute. That's me slapping my wrist. Quite enjoyed it, actually. Um, Because I really should have had this in my mind a lot more. It's, It's really good to revisit it. Because it just shows the nascent. Nascent, yes. Hang on, let me just check if I've used that word correctly. Yes, I have. Formative, you know, that kind of formative feel. Of, uh, of White Snake. Of all the album does is two words, White Snake. Yes, I do remember um, Cov, the squire of Saltburn, a rake of a red car, saying in print once, I think if I remember rightly, that um, the word White Snake had different connotations in America in that it was certain appendages. It was a reference to that. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, so it's two words here. Comes out in 77. It's the first dip of the toe uh, after we have the um, the story of um, the end of Deep Purple which is told by um, the much missed John Lord uh, of uh, of him after their final gig t- being in the in the dressing room with um, with Ian Pace and saying uh, I think I think that's it isn't it I think I think that's I think, I think that's it for this band isn't it and then saying that and then the door bursting open and Coverdale coming in saying I'm leaving the band and say, well, we, we, we've already really talked about it. <laughs> but this is the first toe-dipping since then, and um, it really works in a kind of rock and pop way. Now, I've got Mickey Moody here, of course, and he writes uh, quite a lot of the tracks with David Coverdale. We've got people like Tim Hinckley and Rod Asprey on, on saxophone, and also lots of other woodwind. Oh, yeah. Um... Delisle Harper on bass, Roger Glover's on bass as well in production, Simon Phillips is on your drums and you've got people like Lisa Strike and Helen Chappelle, uh, Murray St. John on backing vocals, apparently. It's not altogether a rock album, this. Now, they start with Lady, which has 70 sass, it's a moody co-write and you've got the horns in there, there are female backing vocals, it swells, of course, if you've got Mickey Moody in there, you have a slide solo with some organ stabs, it's lots of fun, it's a very 70s feel. There are bluesy tracks like Blind Man, which comes on next. Bluesy rock feel, piano, female backing vocals. That really sways. And there's some good funk as well. Goldie's Place. It's a nice, funky funky bass, offbeat drums. It's a bit reggae at times. The horns are there as well, of course. I mean, he wouldn't use horns like this for... Again, I don't think, really. And then electric piano. Great sassy, sassy feel. Um... Yeah, some really good stuff here. Time on my side sounds a bit like the Sensation Likes Harvey Band. Big bass riff, it's solid, big, fizzy, fuzzy solo. And then Peace Loving Man has huge horns, they're fruity. It's a blue blues ballad with massive female backing vocals. It sounds like an alto saxophone solo. And, you know, um, when you look at it, Ron Asprey did play that instrument, so it could be. It could be that. 
Things like Hole in the Sky are rather standard, with a 70s balladic feel. Sunny Days is a barroom knees up. It's, it's fun with your mates. It's got the horns in there again. Happy guitar solo. Yeah, it's um, it's okay. And White Snake, written with Mick Moody, is a pushy blues rocker with really sassy feel. A great talk box section as well, actually. It does heave around with the organ feel. And the solo, clean, happy, accessible, very nice. Finishes with Celebration, Bunky Beat, Jazzy Feel, Whacker Guitar, some bass, a jazzy organ in there. And the bridge is very squelchy. You wouldn't want to cross that. You'd be worried. And then a lovely, soulful middle with those female backing vocals. And the bass line at the end, right to the fore with the horns blaring, the guitar coming in, organ rising, a great way to go out on. This is actually a really good piece of work and I feel sorry that I haven't given it more attention. It's not what you'd expect a White Snake album to be, but it's nearly there. It has the grains of White Snake. It's approaching from the egg, I'd say. Oh, sorry, coming from the egg. Not approaching from the egg. It's breaking out from the egg. And what it does is it hedges its bets. It says, I'll give you a bit of blues. I'll give you a bit of funk. I'll give you a bit of soul. I'll give you a bit of pop, pop rock. There's no problem with that whatsoever, particularly when this is so well done. And I don't think he would be as open and outre would carve for many years to come. Lovely. Ta-ta.